impeccable atmosphere to it, which I yeah. kind of expected because yeah. Blade He's Runner so 2049 good. had that yeah. as well. And by the way, I, uh, just to just to make a note on the Discord, I would like a written apology by every single person <laughs> that had doubt of my boy Villeneuve for this. And and I'm gonna look through the chat. <laughs> there were I'm gonna make people. a list. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, no, he 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 did a really um, good job with it, but I totally get it. I do think that the book is incredibly dense, and Villeneuve, I think, did make the right choice by making a lot of this uh, story, um, you know, very cinematic by making it through character glances yes. and through sort of design work. Like the story is told so much through visual and sonic um, form of the film yeah. that. You know, I could see why without someone saying something out loud, you'd be like, oh, that was what that's what was happening. Because, for yep. example, by the way, one thing that you just mentioned, it's actually not the Baron who is draining those people of blood. It's oh. actually the Emperor's prison planet. Oh, but 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 right. but but, okay. it, but it's a detail that they don't bring up at all. And I, yeah. I kind of love that about it. But for me going in, knowing that that's where we were. And knowing that it's a little easier to there are, on. there are dialogue conversations in the book where the Baron talks to a guy and he says, you know, the, uh, the emperor has a planet where he, it's basically a prison slave labor planet where he cre- intentionally creates these horrible conditions for these people to basically train the best super soldiers in the world. And, and that's it's who considered we see that, later, right? With like the white suits and, and they're fucking just Those are the like Sarja Corps. Yes, yeah. those are the crazy warriors. So yeah, what you saw was the emperor's prison planet where he is training his white Sarja Corps um, armor. And it's also a really big deal in the book that those guys show up and attack the Duke because they are actually flown into the planet like secretly Okay, because none of the other house families are supposed to know that the emperor has chosen a side and is actually trying to kill the Duke and everything. So that's why there is a scene there where you see uh, the Baron's dude is being like, I want two fleets and we're going to fly them over and you know, like that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's meant to be like a very secret dealing that they're doing there. Okay. Um, Does that ever explain what the, like the, the draining of the blood or that field is necessarily in no, the field? is it just that is, like that a is totally torture? a Villeneuve invention. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it, it essentially that like was just it was torture. Like it's a slow, almost like a water drip torture kind of thing, but slowly draining oh, them totally. of life or something. Okay. Cause it, it, that, that, that's, that's what <laughs> I would think too, because, because literally the only description of it we get in the book is that the Baron suggests that he would turn Arrakis into a prison planet oh, and okay. like do stuff like that to the fruit, to the Freven and stuff like that. Gotcha. So, uh, that the only thing we know about it is that the emperor runs a, pri- a, a prison planet with really horrible conditions that is designed to make people's lives horribly painful. <laughs> so so the that they only came up with that image. Oh my God. Yeah, so all of the imagery is what he came up with him Villeneuve came up with himself. But but it's so fascinating that you watch that. That is the tone of the inhuman horrible conditions that breed the strongest soldiers. Yeah. You get like that dude at the front like doing this like robot throat singing. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, I love and, it. And, and shit. The soundtrack. That's like, we should uh, talk about that. Oh my god. Zimmer it's like the best. went crazy with it. Dude, it's 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 like he did his he's got elements of what he did with his Blade Runner. Uh, score, but then adding those like the the throat singing is such a good addition. And personally, for me, huge. I'm a Scottish. I'm Scottish and Irish. Uh, and uh, the the bagpipes. So the bagpipes. Holy yeah. hell! When those things revved up and they're doing like a royal walk with the bagpipes and the army and the desert and these there's ships going by and the guy has bagpipes. 
I was just so happy. I wanted to like stand up and salute. It was just fantastic. And yeah, all of all of the ceremony imagery is so cool of like the the giant spaceships opening up and the people in their armor and their dresses like walking uh, across yeah. the uh the desert like on the first arrival on Arrakis and everything like that. It's crazy. Incredible. Yeah, crazy sounds. And I I luckily was able to see this in the laser IMAX. Mm. So I kid you not when we went to it, there's only like a there's only like a couple in in Canada. Yeah. Um it was a 90 foot tall screen, a giant <laughs> square. It was a giant square image and half the movie is in IMAX. Right. So like the scene where they walk onto Arrakis for the first time, it was, you know, it, it was insane. It was crazy. I couldn't believe like, and, and the, the way that he had like how much of the image he has to crop for the main release in order to do that. Oh, I is insane. I, to dude, me. I was so, I was actually really mad. Someone posted the, uh, because uh, I still haven't gotten to see this in IMAX, and I'm I'm hoping I get I get to do it. It's just the theater that has it is much farther away from me, so I just it didn't mm-hmm. get around to it. But um, when I know when I saw that picture that somebody posted, I think on the Discord of like the forty percent that's missing, uh, yeah, I was I was crazy. like, what? <laughs> I missed that much of the film. I have to watch this in IMAX, or at the very least, when it comes out, watch it instantly, be, so that I get the full full experience. Because I was sitting there already, just yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the 4K Blu-ray will definitely open up to oh um, yeah, it has like to. Uh, like like the like the full screen HD and everything. But yeah, like even even <laughs> that so was nuts. even even what that was smaller than what I ended up seeing. So that was why Jesus. the the sort of exper- the spectacle experience of watching this was I got to say like one of the craziest that I've that I've ever had cuz half the movie was shot like that and all of the stuff that's in like the desert which is a good portion of the movie it was all shot practically in the Wadi Rum desert where they Ooh. shot Lawrence of Arabia yeah wow. um and it shows. So, and, and we've covered and we've covered Lawrence of Arabia on this show. Obviously, like one of the best pieces of movie spectacle meets like character intimacy. Oh yeah, and it's incredible. It's, it's worth noting too uh, a story that inspired Frank Herbert's Dune when he was writing it. The movie won mm. every Oscar like three or four years before his book came out. Um, so Paul's story is meant to mirror T. E. Lawrence's story about how he's this guy who's from a different culture who goes into the desert. He falls in love with the desert. Right. He falls in love with this with this this culture of people who live out there and he decides to politically help them and militarily help them which is you know by the time we get to part two in this film that's what we will mostly